Hey everyone, welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power Magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. I'm back for more. I'm like a glutton for punishment. Yeah, buddy. Mm. Yeah, we missed you last time. Yeah, my uh, I was on the verge of death, so I didn't want to sit there hacking along into the mic. Hilariously, so, so is Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> the death uh, cough of the of the switch. Uh, they better, yeah, they better hope that switch goes right. <laughs> but uh, I just like, Look, and an like, example of what we might become. Here's Sega. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. When they first announced the switch with the uh, with the rooftop hipsters. They were saying, oh, no, there's this, this is not going to be a replacement for the Wii U. It's going to be like a complementary system. Nah. And uh, we're, we're going to have like three amazing systems on at the same time. Why would they keep developing for the Wii U? That doesn't make any they're sense. They're not. They're supporting it through the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out, oh, by the way, you know that great game that's coming out for the Switch? It's also coming out for the Wii U. In fact, it will be the last game made for the Wii U. Oh, really? Yep. That's it. Wow. Talk about killing a system. Dropping yep. it. I thought it was yep. dead when they released it, though. So <laughs> <laughs> true that. It, it, it is going out on a uh, on a, on a good note. Mm-hmm. It's uh, certainly a lot better than Wario Woods for the original Nintendo. Mm. Hey, that game's supposed to be pretty good, from what I understand. I've never seen it. I I gotta get I gotta get on the taste test with that. Mm. If we can ever pull Brandon out from the fucking Twilight Zone. Yeah. Well, apparently, apparently he like he he's in the upside down place, and he's just. Like every now and then, I can hear him, or like try to talk to him, but he'll like fade and go away and like fade back into the wall. And isn't he still on probation from theft? Oh, only in Ottawa. Only in <laughs> Ottawa. I see. Um, well, unless he's in, he's in a new city too. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure if that's like public knowledge, Ben. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I did say what he stole. It is. Now. He only got banned from a store. It's fine. Anyways. Uh, yeah. We're looking at volume 20. Kind of like I'm 47. banned from Chuck E. Cheese for the ball pit incident. <laughs> Do I want to know? Yeah, no. Okay. We're looking, yeah, I'm not asking either. We're looking at volume 47 from April of 1993 with Star Fox on the cover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. It's a pretty good looking illustration, although Falco's got the look on his face like he knows what the ball pit incident is about. <laughs> <laughs> And he still hasn't recovered. <laughs> yeah, but Star Fox's face like screams, "This guy fucks." So you know. <laughs> yeah. What does that he's mean? Just, what does that mean, well, by the way? The way he's posing on that rock That's is just from, like like Silicon Valley, I think. I'll look it up. Dude, okay. What does that this, mean? This like the means just this guy gets is has game. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he's basically Star Fox is pulling like a Zap Brannigan pose, like make sure to capture my moose knuckle for all the ladies. Yeah, kid. it's from Silicon Valley. And oh, okay. It was just kind of like, yeah, that guy gets laid. Like that's really all it means. Like, oh, but they're nerdy, gotcha. so yeah, yeah. Sex is a regular part of this guy's uh, routine. Yes, it, it's an option. It's an option for him. Mm. <laughs> he also loves the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> and that pussy that's on fire. <laughs> mm. All right. Anyway, so uh, and then we got uh, Slippy. Play the music. <laughs> Scares the hell yes. out of the slopes. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got Slippy looking. We got Slippy looking derpy. 
And uh, Peppy... Slippy what, what, looks like he's checking out Falco's ass, honestly. Yeah, and, and, he's, and he's, like, approving. Yeah, like, Falco's clamming up, and he's like, I feel like Slippy's checking my, my genitals out right now. I'm looking at something very disturbing. I don't think these guys are as good as pilots as we think they are. Slippy's Look at like, their feet. You want to get a Look. case of the warts? <laughs> Look at all their feet. Yeah. They all have robotic stumps. They're all amputees. <laughs> why is these that? These aren't good pilots. Because they're fuck-ups, that's why. Maybe, Maybe everyone has that. In the yeah. future, like... Feet are for suckers. Or like maybe they traded their feet for mm. the the planes. I don't know. <laughs> their feet snap helps, into the planes, to... and they can drive with their feet. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like Flintstones in space. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So maybe all, maybe all those toes get in the way. Anything else? We got like a cool kind of monument valley valley. <laughs> I got it. It's a it's a shoe conspiracy. There's only one shoe company. They don't want to bother making shoes for amphibians and rabbits, chickens, falcons. They've all got different fucking feet. So fuck that noise. We're making one type of shoe. We're not buying a second, third, or fourth mold. We're buying, we're making one shoe, and we're just cutting off everybody's feet at birth. Well, these guys are basically wearing shoe trees. And for some reason, they have, like, human hands instead of, like, animal hands. Yes. And they're wearing gloves, like, I guess because they were raised on Disney cartoons. Well, they don't want to yeah. get, get the controls dirty, you know? Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the inside cover here. We've got an advertisement to subscribe to Nintendo I Power. Li- hold on, hold on. You look at Star Fox's belt. That is pretty neat. It looks like something that, it looks like a <laughs> dark, uh, a Pink Floyd's logo for Dark Side of the Moon. Cool. <clears throat> a prism? Yeah. He's got like a he's got like an 80s as fuck belt. Indeed. That must stab if he like puts on any weight. That point is going to get pressed right into the moose knuckle. <laughs> this <laughs> is true. So, uh, let's move on to the inside advertisement which is asking you to subscribe <laughs> to Nintendo Power. Got a black and white photo here of a guy smiling and pointing and saying, "You're smart. What's wrong with your friends?" And he's saying, uh, got a pal who can't see the connection between winning and being in the Nintendo Power Super Power Club? Be a friend, rip this out, yeah. and help fill it in. Yeah, this guy, yeah. First we saw 80s as fuck, now we got 50s as fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's like intentionally retro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, you can even see like, like, like scan lines in the photo. Like, this is some intense zoom. <laughs> and he's just looking at you like, yeah, yeah. Come on, you ain't a palooka, are you? What's a palooka? And then we got, oh my god, you haven't seen any black and like old forties movies? No, <clears throat> no, I haven't. Just like Casablanca. Uh, well, it's a term that got passed around in a lot of those movies. It's just like, oh, move with your big palooka. And like like passed around. Like How's your mom doing? Like Rosebud. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Only watch things in and, film class. And then we got uh, what seems to be Curly on the other side as mm-hmm. one of the uh, one of the new one of the protons in the superpower club, Adam, going, You'll have more than one friend, don't you? Tell them all about the club. Then get them to call the eight hundred number to join. <laughs> it's not bad. Very good. So 
I'm coming down with a really scratchy throat all of a sudden, so I'm going to ask you guys to read through most of this, and I'll just chime in occasionally, so I don't cough over the whole uh, episode. All right. So the next ad is a Super Star Fox weekend. There's going to be a competition from April 30 to May uh, 2nd. Uh, The grand prize, fly you and your family on a dream vacation. Why go to the next level when you go light years beyond? You have a chance to put to pilot an R-wing during the Super Star Fox Weekend competition. It'll take place at 2,000 retail locations on that weekend. You can win all expenses paid trip to one of four great international locations. Check stores in your area that carry Nintendo products to see if the competition will be held there. God, the internet was made for stuff like this. Um, at what t- and at what times the competition will take place? So, looks like some people are going to win a, a pretty cool choice. A tri- the trip is either to London, Paris, Sydney, or Tokyo, so, based on your choice, I guess. And a travel value of $15,000. That's awesome. So, they made uh, special cartridges for this competition called uh, Star Fox Super Weekend. And mm-hmm. uh, they are some of the most uh, rarest and expensive cartridges to find. Um, hmm. Why why did they have to make different cards instead of using a standard game? Because it had to play a certain like time span and then like freeze the score or whatever. Yeah. There's like a dynamic as part of the competition. You, so yeah, uh, sorry. You can get the ROM online. I've got it. It's basically the first level. Um, so it's already kind of on like a, you know, time limit kind of thing and it posts like your score after the first level <coughs> and just kind of restarts the beginning. It has like a super Super weekend logo, that kind of stuff. Oh my god, I feel sorry for people that like studied by like beating the game repeatedly. Well, the and game then being like <clears throat> the fucking first level. That's it. I'm not even sure when the, the game like come came out during this issue. I think so. There probably wasn't that much time to like really refine your abilities. Would be my guess. But <laughs> yeah. So now we're at the the contents table of. With the Super Nintendo, we've got uh, this lady throwing playing cards at uh, the poor Tanuki. That's what he gets for. That's what he gets for just showing his balls. Of course, where's he gonna find pants that fit? Come on, you got you got you gotta level with the poor Tanuki. So when then we see other games, we see the games Star Fox, Super Fighting Games, Pocky and Rocky, which is the uh, game we're looking at, Sim Earth, Congo's Caper. Super Black Bass, John Shut Up, Mech Warrior. Super Black Ass? I'm sorry, I just heard something. <laughs> ben can say it, I can't, apparently. <laughs> I just ex- you know, I expected you. He was the wild card. Reminds me of uh, that movie Black Snake Moan. Man, what a letdown. I like that movie. I thought she was going to fuck Sam Jackson, and it didn't happen. Loveliner gave it, like, hmm? Loveliner gave it uh, two thumbs way up. Did he? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I remember just her being chained up on the on the. <laughs> screen, so. uh, yeah. Doing that fucking dance. <laughs> that was what Christina Ricci. Yeah, and yeah. Her, she's hot in it. Okay. But yeah, she's hot in everything, especially Adam's family. <laughs> <laughs> Casper. Wednesday, and, the proto the proto goth chick. Wednesday. <laughs> All right, so, Game and then... Boy, 
Uh, yeah, yep. Game Boy has Kid Dracula, Joe and Mac, which just looks like the Nintendo version, which for a Game Boy to look like so much like a Nintendo rip is uh, pretty good, actually, I gotta say. We can say. do that when we uh, get to the game. So, yep, top-ranked tennis, new chess master. <laughs> and uh, for NES, we have DuckTales 2, which we were all surprised that there was a DuckTales 2. Yoshi's Cookie, Kid Clown in Capers, the KKK game. <laughs> and uh, then we have, you know, the standard stuff. Uh, we have Dick Nose is back with his Malamute. Um, he still hasn't, he hasn't put <laughs> the down Malamute his look- game yeah, the Malamute looks like he was trying to hide be tr- behind the tree and surprised that the kid found him. <laughs> yeah, like, I love that when dogs, like, if you hide their face, they think they're completely hidden. Kind of like an ostrich with his head in the sand. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so we have that going on. Um, anything else you want to say about about that there, Mikey? Uh, dog is still 80s as fuck with the leg warmers, and that's it. Okay. So we have the players' polls. We they have a prompt. <laughs> we got like the most fucked up office cubicle layout as the as the, as the logo for the players' pulse banner, where people are like stuck inside these letters with no uh, no po- with no seeming egress, mm-hmm. and like some of them don't seem too uh, too upset about it. And it's so, about as exciting as that. So, yep. Uh, the fo- prompt is in volume forty-three. We asked you to write and tell us which section of Nintendo Power you would eliminate to make room for your very own monthly column. Here are some of the letters we received. Yes. <laughs> what are we gonna cut? All right. Can I start with the first one? Yes. All right. Mm. <clears throat> Let's see which section would I eliminate for my new section. Hmm. Hopefully the comics are gone, <laughs> leaving more Fuck room. You. I think I would get rid of George and Rob because they really don't have good opinions on the games that are reviewed. Just give me and my bro a call. But anyway, I think a good addition would be a pen pal section, don't you think? All us Nintendo studs and studettes writing to each other, (laughs) sharing tips, and just gossiping. Well, there's my idea. Hope you like it. Joe Ryan, Ryan. Lockport, Illinois. Joe Ryan, you're a genius. You, you want to cut out something beloved and then fill it with basically a print out of a chat room. Yes. Uh, Very delayed uh, chat. Joe Ryan, you shine on, you fucking chromosomally challenged diamond. Wow. That went, that went in a direction I did not. Shine on, you crazy diamonds. You got wow, see. I, I was your voice to sounds really correct. scratchy there, Ben. Thank like you. seems like <laughs> seems like Ben just wanted a little bit of a break. Feel, racism feels itchy. Racism racism yeah. has feel racism has healing powers. You got like Pink Floyd in the brain. Now you got it on my on my brain as well. Okay, he's doing the next one. Wait, who is he? I said. Oh, who? I thought you said he's. Do- oh, okay. I'll do it. I like Brian Zazinski. From Milwaukee, Michigan, says I like the magazine pretty much the way it is. Michigan, <laughs> but, but, but I would change a few things. First, dish the comics. They they actually didn't catch ditch. Anyway, why does everybody hate the fucking comics? Second, forget players' picks. Because it's a video game magazine. We want video game tips. 
You could put idea. that. In, you could put that in the comic. Oh, I've got your tips right here. Yeah, God, big old just a tip for just, you. Just a tip. That's not a tip. This, this is, is a tip. tip. <laughs> Third, throw George and Rob into the street. Oh my God, George and Rob are in the same. George and Rob are getting throw them into the street. I've read their section and they had a low opinion of a couple of games I thought were hits. I'd like to see an expanded player's pulse, classified information. It was expanded, and then they and then they like compressed it. Yes. Super NES reviews, and see the charts expanded from top twenty to thirty or thirty-five. Who cares about what's ranked thirty? Like no one. What do I care about? What dealers are trying to like push off on us because it's cluttering up their back their back end? Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We gotta find somebody who loves these comics. I mean, we saw these comics, they're fucking brilliant. And they're uh, funny. They're entertaining. And, yeah, but oh, you gotta oh. remember, like, they asked what would you cut, and no one's gonna say cut reviews or cut, you know, game tips. Cut so, the like, game boy section. Like, <laughs> right. What about what about the what about the, the bullshit yearbook that we get that we get stuck with looking at all these goofy looking kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the best part for me. You don't take that away. Don't take that away. <laughs> Anything. Bring back the counselor profiles. For God's sake. Younger, yes. younger kids. <laughs> younger kids. <laughs> Get rid of the old counselors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's so messed up. All right. Okay, so. Bring wants to read more of that section when you brought in kids to play games in front of you while you watch them. <laughs> and oil them up while they're doing it. All right. Hans. Yeah, the, ba- the, the basement's pretty dry. We just gotta. We, we just gotta get some uh, oil up there and just get them all nice and shiny. <laughs> Your boy has like popsicles. All right. Anyway, so Hans Stutz of Fort Ord, California. Uh, writes in, I wouldn't eliminate any section because your magazine is perfect, suck up. I would add one more page to my front comic column, tips, tips, tips. I would review the latest codes that programmers have found and would tell readers what games that they absolutely must have. So it's just more of the same magazine, I guess. I don't really know terrible what idea. Hans is adding. Hans, oh, I, lo- I, l- <laughs> I like where this kid's going. Hans should go hang himself in his garage. He should pull a carotene. <laughs> do the world a favor. But that was ninjas. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, ben, you're back again here. <clears throat> okay. I would take out one page one page out of the player's pulse, then take out <laughs> the celebrity profile, player's picks, and powers, power players, then bring back the video short section like you used to have in the early days of the magazine. Oh my god, did they even have that videos in that or like That was the, the one where they talked about random movies. Remember that? God. Fuck that. Yeah, it was awful. This guy has terrible oh my ideas. God. Jeremy Hill from Willard Mozura. Mo Alright. Are you sure Mikey. it's not Moshigan? <laughs> Moscanson? <laughs> Morgan. Okay. Okay, so Walter Motorcycle Man Koch. <laughs> I already like him. <laughs> I like him no matter what he's written. <laughs> from Passaic, New Jersey. Says, I would eliminate George and Rob's now playing and add my section called People in the Nintendo World. It would function like this. I would have a map of the USA and every city in it. 
I would close my eyes and point to a city where I would visit. Then I would point to one street and travel there. I'll visit everyone on that block who has a Nintendo system. Take pictures, ask a question or two, and have the best achievements told. You know, so kind he of wants like to travel to across America, raping them is sort of where he's going with this. <laughs> he wants to read out and touch people. <laughs> Reach out and touch kids. Alright. Alright. Uh, Corey Wilson of Longview, Texarkana, writes, The section of Nintendo Power Magazine I would remove from my column would be one of the comics. I would call my article Inside Out. Oh, Disney. Uh, he was on to you. Each month, I would <laughs> like put, a Winks. put a spotlight on a game and turn it inside out by giving every code, hint, or map for the game. And uh, the first I would profile be Dragon Warrior F- IV, Intravenous. You know what? Like, he, he, he was starting to, raffle, starting to ruffle me with the comics. But I like this concept of just, like, destroying a game completely by <laughs> having everything laid out. No, no having to wait for the classified information later on. So like, what he wants is, is just, like, a strategy uh, player's guide. guide. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they actually responded to him, uh, Nintendo Power did. Nintendo, Nin, uh, Dragon Warrior 4, huh? That's a really big game. How many pages do you think you'll need to turn that game inside out, Corey? So they're kind of mocking him a little bit. But um, <laughs> All right, uh, Ben? Uh, next one is Lucas Conley from Anne Lewisburg, oh. Ohio. Uh, <laughs> I would eliminate the George and Rob section. I would replace it with a section called the Golden Oldies. Every month, it would cover older games from the past. And they were nice. They responded with great idea. Actually, Lucas, we re- we reviewed the original Mega Man game in Volume Forty Two. <laughs> yeah, just because you did a good thing once is not a promise that you're going to keep doing good things. Oh look, there, here's a letter from M King of Ontario saying, <laughs> "I want to do a, a Nintendo Power uh, podcast where we go back and talk about uh, Nintendo uh, all the time. I wouldn't eliminate anything, and I'm going to spend hours upon hours reading it to the internet. The internet doesn't even exist yet, but that's my idea. See, look, Mike, you were you were ahead of your time. Wow, crazy. <laughs> I, I, yeah. thought, I thought you were going to say. How about you let listeners, how about you let readers submit video game ideas, and if you make them, you give them a little credit. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, he might have added that to his letter, too. I, uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of smudged here. They may smudged. have cut that for space. <laughs> they cut it for space. All right, Mike, you want to read the next one? <laughs> okay. Uh, Stephen Wallace of Navarre, Ohio says, I would eliminate the comics because I think they're boring. Okay, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> I, never read, I never read them. Fuck you again, Steve. I would replace them with classified information so that readers could learn the secrets of their older games. You know what? Counselors are nice, but they're not replacing the comics nice. So fuck you, Steve. Tic-tac-toe. Three fucks in a row, you lose. And the for final letter is from Minimum Score... Minimum lay. <laughs> Minimum lay. <laughs> Minimum lay. That sounds like my dating life. <laughs> From Herndon. Ouch. Vol. I don't know. Something with the From, her- from herniated vagina. There herniated vagina. Now you know why it's Minimum lay, because she's in traction. She writes, Halorda. I would eliminate Nestor's Adventures and make it into an arcade update, because I love arcade games like Street Fighter 2. I'd include the latest arcade games that have come out 
I'd also write tips about the arcade games, too. Mm. Or, you know, what is this, Arcade Game Monthly? Thanks, Min. <laughs> what is this, video in an arcade top ten? Go make me some sandwiches or something, Min. Like, you sound like, Min? You, sound like you make some delicious pho. Have you heard of this other some... magazine called Electronic Game Monthly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's out at this point. When it, I don't, I don't, oh, I don't remember when that rolled out. <clears throat> yeah, anyway. Well, I did tell you that uh, the, the guys that put out the Fun Club... Uh, one of the guys that put out the Fun Club did leave to start Electronic Gaming Monthly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, you know, he got his start in the oh, Fun Club. It's for so. sure out by now. It's 93. To the Google machines on my mechanical right, so keyboard. Ninten- <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> nice try to sneak two. that in. Yeah. Uh, it Hansen in defeats, Hansen so. defeats Suyama again. Jeff Hansen, the pride of Murray, Utah, and the 1992 World Nintendo Champion has done it again. On September 21st, 1992 in Tokyo, Hansen defeated his Japanese challenger, Yoichi Suyama, to earn the title, to earn the game-playing title. The much-anticipated rematch took place on January 8th, 1993 at the Winter Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. The video battle was waged in a boxing ring at the Nintendo booth. Terry Funk, former pro wrestling champion, and Paul E. Dangerously, (laughs) pro wrestling manager. Fuck, I really should have gotten into wrestling. It sounds so awesome. At least back back then. This was the heyday. Have you seen the wrestler? Yeah, you should. (laughs) <laughs> or beyond the yeah, because that makes you hand. never want to wrestle ever. <laughs> they were well, on hand to call the action. The, the good news is you get to see Marissa Tomei's tits, though. So yes, I oh, mean it's wor- go for Marissa Tomei's tits, stay for Mickey Rourke's exploding heart. There you go. All right. Uh, the contestants <laughs> squared off in a special three-game game pack, collecting fifty coins of Super Mario World. Was the first task completing two laps of F Zero is the next. And uh, they were the neck and neck after two yeah. games. Jeff pulled slightly ahead when Yuki, Yukichi, Yoshi. Yuichi. Yeah. Yuichi. Squeegee, Yuichi. Squeegee missed a couple rings while, pilot, while skydiving in pilot wings. So he won the championship on pilot wings. But yeah, like as Ben was saying, those cartridges for the, for the um, competitions are the rarest uh, mm-hmm. game packs that you can find out there. Like some of those go for tens of thousands of dollars. It's actually kind of insane. But, yeah, I actually had a friend in middle school named Yuichi, and uh, <clears throat> this is when I was living in England. And the uh, the gym teacher, who was British, he could not for the life of him pronounce his name. <laughs> so <laughs> we like kept telling him, "It's like you eat cheese. It's like you you eat you eat you get over here." You itchy. You itchy. He couldn't do it. Squeegee, Damn. get over here. Yutcha. Damn Scots ruined you, Scotland. You there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, you know, we've been hearing a lot about the uh, the effects chip, but Gail Tilden, you know, just like it took them six issues, no, eight issues to tell us what an RPG is, this is about the sixth issue in a row to tell us what the effects chip is. And just in case you haven't been paying attention, Gail's going to spell it out for you. Are you, gonna, are you clear on what the Super effects chip is and what it does? If you're not, listen up. Star Fox, the first <coughs> game to utilize the Super effects chip, uses polygon graphics. A multi-sided object that can be rotated on three axes can be considered a polygon. A computer must make a huge number of computations to make a polygon move and rotate three-dimensionally on screen.
When a polygon moves, it has to be recomputed and redrawn by the computer. The Super Effect chip basically does mathematical computations extremely fast. Without the incredible processing power of this special chip, the smooth moving graphics of Star Fox would not be possible. The Super FX technology brings a new powerful tool for programmers to incorporate in their new games. Oh yeah, cause we were a big fan of all six games that use this chip. We were all very excited to see where the Super FX chip will take us in the future. Well, I just told you, six games. So, and how many of them did we actually play? For everyone that Star just Fox? jumped ahead two minutes in the podcast, we're now going to Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had Star Fox and Stunt Race FX, right? That's the only ones I remember. Yeah. And then like four more that we didn't. No. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. So, Star Fox. We talked about the Star Fox uh, last time quite a bit. They had a big preview section. So now they're really just doing level coverage at this point. And they've actually done an interesting and nice job um, being able to show off the uh, level uh, design for you. It's sort of like an isometric uh, 3D layout of the track of the level. And they have it like split in half uh, diagonally across the page so you can see the whole length of uh, Corderia, for instance. Yeah, so great representation of all the things you're going to encounter, mm -hmm. and as well as uh, points to let you know, like, oh, a supply ring's going to be here, or you're going to get ambushed from behind, or... Mm -hmm. So the Super FX was in six game or five games. Dirt Racer, Dirt Tracks FX, Star Fox, Stunt Race, and Vortex. And then they had something called the Super FX 2 that was used in Doom, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and Winter Gold. Interesting. So apparently there's a there's a second Super FX chip. I'm, I'm trying to chip. I'm trying to read up on Super Mario difference. World Two. That was Yoshi's Island, right? Okay, so the first chip. Uh, sorry, what's Super what Mario World Two. What's Super Mario World Two? Yoshi's Island. Yeah, Super Mario World Two. Yoshi's Island. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. Okay, they did a great use of that. Rather than going for like uh, experimental, shitty looking 3D. They just decided, let's use this effects chip to enrich 2D. And uh, they, they did excellent artistic styling. So with. the first version of the of the FX chip was clocked at 21.4 megahertz, but a clock speed divider halves it to 10.7 megahertz. The Super FX2 removed the divider and it reaches to 21 megahertz. So that's the difference between the two. Hmm. So anyway, all right. Huh. Yoshi's Island uh, Yoshi's Island used that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's actually that makes sense because that's one of the best looking um, Super Nintendo games, so that doesn't surprise me. But anyway. There were some unreleased games that used it too. Uh, but uh, I don't really want to talk about yeah. those. So <laughs> I like I like the uh, the uh, the names that they have for the planets. Like Titania, which is a, a character, which is like a a, a a growing strong woman in the Marvel comics, mm -hmm. as as well as Venom, Spider-Man's nemesis, and then uh, Fortuna, which uh, wasn't Bib Fortuna, one of the uh, guys in Star Wars. Yeah. Yep, and then Macbeth, the Scottish play. So, you know, interesting names. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. Anybody that hasn't played Star Fox, at least this iteration, it's a pretty much on-rails uh, shooter. Um, it effectively is a 2D shooter that like s emulates a third dimension 
you can't really fly around in that third dimension. Third dimension, though, it's just like what is coming at you. You can slow it. <clears throat> you can slow it down or speed it up with boost or break. Right, but you can't. What I'm saying is, it's not like a 3D game of the PlayStation or 64 generation where you're given like an arena to fly around. No, in 3D. yeah, you're, you're, you're you can't explore. A, you're yeah, on you're, rails. Yes, you're on a rail. Mm -hmm. So, um, and and whatever pops up uh, is what's there. So, I mean, it, it's. It, it, this was really fantastic. Like in in uh, in one three space armada, you're basically taking on the Death Star from Return right. of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. You're flying through the ship and then making your way to the power core. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you just get to live out Star Wars in the third level already. Right. So that's pretty darn sweet. And then you fight this dancing interceptor in Meteor, which is like a a boss. Which like I guess you have to shoot off each leg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, for one five, you fight uh, Venom, the planet or whatever. And then like we get to see like, what the hell is that thing we're looking at in the third insert? It looks like, like a blue version of Bowser. Yeah, I don't uh, know what that is. It's like a weird like sprite. <laughs> it looks like someone like ejected, like one of the frog people you're fighting against, like ejected <laughs> from like one of their ships or something, and it's flying up the screen. <laughs> And they realized, oh no, the eject button only worked when we were on planet. Yeah. Unfortunately, this I've never really found this game to be like worth replaying. Like, it's not one of the games like I gravitate to going back and playing. Like, of of like considering considering yeah. how revolutionary it was at the time, I never go back and I'm like, oh yeah, I really want to play Star Fox again. Like, really? Because it gives you you can choose different paths, so you would no, get a different I, experience. I get it. Yeah. For me, but I mean, I mean, modern day replay is sort of what I'm getting at. The graphics have not really aged well. They're not like charming, in like an old school fashion. For me, they're just so mm -hmm. basic polygonal shapes. It it doesn't. I mean, I would rather play Star Fox 64 like hands down any day. Kind of thing. <laughs> so it's like you're you're playing a demo for the PlayStation. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was revolutionary at the time, and if you haven't played it. Mm -hmm. Control, it's worth checking yeah, out. controls are really good, by the way. The play control is really tight. Yeah, Even I mean, on it's the a Nintendo game. They did a, a, a super job. And then, for all this coverage that they're doing in here, they they used the really weird, like, physical model versions of the characters. So, like, you got this, like, weird looking Falco and mm -hmm. Slippy and. And <laughs> Slippy, oh, what the hell is he looking at? He looks Pippy. Slippy looks like he's tripping like a major acid <laughs> trip or something. Like he, licked he accidentally licked. Yeah, he licked the like <laughs> the, the trip side of his skin, <laughs> and he's just going off on a freaking spirit animal it's journey. Like, yeah, yeah. He he just like licked the back of his neck, and he's he just found out like that's where the the, the secretions come from. <laughs> yeah. And it, it it looks like he's like living the end of apocalypse now, like the horror. The yeah, horror. like whoever did these did a really good job, but like they're just on the weird side of the uncanny valley. <laughs> and, oh, they're great. Yeah, I mean, like they're not disconcerting; they're just odd. They're like they're really <laughs> weird. Like yeah, it's like someone goofed around in the back of Henson Studios mm -hmm. and just decided. Okay, let's just put these dolls in some creepy positions and then mail them out. They were a little creepy, that's for images. sure. I, I like that about yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
they're 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 like just there's looking at them it's just like something is a little off well, look like, at, yeah look at peppy yeah. on uh page 15 yeah mm-hmm. that guy looks fine one second and next he's gonna just bite your face off you know <laughs> yeah that guy's about to snap any <laughs> second <laughs> yeah and then, like, um, ask me to file one more TPS report and see what happens, fucker. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Wait, do I don't like even the, rem- I don't see... remember beating this. I, rem- I actually, you know what? Looking at the boss, I do remember beating this game. So oh man, I remember fighting the stingrays in this, giving me such a hard time. Yeah, but like the idea of the, like generating a stingray, it is so cool. This game was really awesome. And then you fight, like, the fucking master control program at the end mm-hmm. as Andros. You so, will yeah. be deleted. So, uh, what are our, like, it's a classic. It doesn't, but it doesn't age all that well. That's kind of what I would, what we we're saying about it. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. The graphics don't age well, they but, don't. you know, it's still... If you it haven't has, played it, it place in if you haven't played this, you should, is sort of where I would yes. come from. It. If you have played it, I don't necessarily think it's one of those ones that you have to revisit. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not Super Mario World. It's not A Link to the Past. It's not something you're going to go back to. It's not Yoshi's know. Island. Yeah, Yoshi's Island. It's, you know. Yeah, you don't really get like a nostalgic rush from playing it necessarily. That's what I would say. So... And they cap Speaking off the of uh, <clears throat> article at the end with an awesome shot of uh, the animatronic gang facing you with like a the souped up R wings in the background. Yeah, I wish I wish like if I went to Chuck E. Cheese, like they were the band. <laughs> <They> <laughs> That's were the band. just what I was gonna say. That'd be awesome. They should be the good time band, just like playing the jug <clears throat> or like just like put on a fucking epic laser show because they're from space. So it's got to have lasers. Now I know what they did with the front cover of this thing. They basically just posed the uh, the dolls here in, in the positions that they wanted to paint, and then they just like painted over the photos. Because you look at like you- Fox <laughs> in this bottom right of page nineteen here, right. and then compared to the photo, it's like dead ringer for the same same exact pose and everything. Yeah, yeah. They just like shine different lights on them or something. Yeah, it's a well, it's a painting in the front. Shine bright like a diamond. Alright. On to the next game. Super fighting games. Yeah. Yeah. Why is Guile here? I don't know. So, he's in Fatal Fury. Uh, Who is that? No, he's just saying none of these are quite as good as Street Fighter 2, but each has something to offer fans of the genre. They're just telling you, hey, remember Street Fighter 2? That's a fighting game. Let's tell you about some other ones. (laughs) There's other ones. Alright, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, so we have five games in like five pages. Uh, we have Fatal Fury, Brawl Brothers, Doomsday Warrior, Street Combat, and Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> Street Combat looks like Daredevil fighting fucking Storm Shadow from G.I. Joe. Yeah. He said that's a clown. Yeah, it's much worse than that. <laughs> and he's fighting with a rapier. St- because I guess like super advanced Cobra soldiers are now using like 16th century swords. <laughs> So first up, we've got Brawl Brothers, and uh, we have Rick and Doug, better known as Hack and Slash. Oh my God, the guy, the guy on top looks like a Power Ranger. <laughs> uh, guy on top of what? What are you Sorry. talking about? Oh, of Brawl Brothers. Brawl he's Brothers. Talking, he's talking about the image on the previous page. Yeah, the guy yeah. jumping. Oh, okay. 
Looks like yeah. a red Power Ranger. I got you. Have you seen that? Have you seen the the video for that movie coming out? No. Do it. It looks. Oh, there's a new one great. today. I don't know, man. It is know. great. All right. Okay. Do right um, on that. And then so uh, Brawl Brothers so is is kind of like a, um, Final Fight or yeah. like a Streets of Rage. It's not a uh, versus game, although there might be a versus. There is a versus mode. In There's it. a versus mode, but you're supposed to fight your way through the world. Is the idea like yeah. for that game? So it's uh, okay, decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played it for a couple minutes. <clears throat> Next. All right, Doomsday Warrior. Yeah, I had the unfortunate uh, luck of owning this game. <laughs> <laughs> they describe it as is- eight meg futuristic street fight. <laughs> the seven characters. I like that they put how many continues you have. So you have unlimited continues. There's two modes, easy and normal. Uh, and there's a two-player game mode, looks like. Password saves. Password which is good. saves. Mm-hmm. Rage meter. So it's like the is that like the Chris Brown level? <laughs> it does. I, I don't. I guess like uh, Street Fighter would like top out at Rihanna. Hmm. Mm. So they have uh, some of the one of the bad guys they have in here, and they don't show an image of him. Unfortunately, it's just like a fat Asian dude called P Lump. Plump, plump, yeah. So is that like is plump, it, is it sad alone on a bench in the park? Is it racist to call a fat Asian a chunk? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, only so. only if he doesn't have curly hair and and jiggles his stomach. <laughs> then they've All got right, the, so we have they've got the sledge. dude. Yeah, they've got the Sorry. dude here on the left that uh, looks like, um, uh, what's his name from uh, the Warriors? Mad Max. No, I was gonna say the wrestlers, those shitty wrestlers. Oh, the tag team guys. They're called the Road the Warriors or something like that. The yeah. Berserkers are. It's been a long time. Since but yeah, I've it looks wrestling. like Mad Max basically. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. Right. There's a few normal guys, and then they, they actually labeled the characters wrong. You have like aliens a, here. Uh, sort of a metal-looking alien, kind of like a... Silver Surfer-looking thing, kind of. I was going like, to say uh, Lawnmower Man type graphics. Yeah. <laughs> Lawnmower Man meets Frieza. Uh, or, or Terminator 2 um, type, type graphics. That guy is actually a new form. And the one on the mm. right is Grimrock, which just kind of looks like a Dragon Man type thing. Huh. Game is uh, not terribly good. No. All right. <laughs> the uh, Fatal Fury. We. Uh, what my attention is instantly brought to the insert of an old man called Tung Fu Ru. Nice. Which really sounds like, you know, like a, a nickname you should give yourself on your dating profile, Tung Fu. Mm-hmm. Tung Fu Ru is when you're really good at licking that butt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to eat that booty like groceries, Ben says. <laughs> no, t- <laughs> uh, uh, You've been listening to Pulling With Power with Backdoor Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you Chocolate Fudge from now going. <laughs> Mr. Fudge. <laughs> the, the Backdoor. <laughs> the old sneak attack. <laughs> it's always his birthday. It's Ben. All right. <laughs> You know that reminds me. So, I was so so if you're so if you're going down, shut up, you, Mike. It, shut up, and, and Mike, you hit that area. Mike, is it shut up? Is it called a Hershey me. kiss? I want to hear 
what Ben has to say because whatever's gonna come out of this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> All right. So I was fucking this guy in the ass this one time, right? Yeah. And I was like, eh, you know, I'll be nice. So you know, I'll give him a reach around, right? So I reach around, and the guy is stiff. I was like, oh my god, this guy's gay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was worth it. All right. I, sorry, sorry, Mike. Get a Hershey's. If you if you kiss someone on the butthole, is it a Hershey's kiss? That's, that's yeah. what I said. All right. I don't know. Why don't you do it that's and find out for us? <laughs> the old rusty trombone. <laughs> old rusty venture. All right. So fatal fury. All right. I, All right. I, get, fatal fury. I just got to find a girl who's up for a little Chuck Mangione action, and I'll let you know. Um. I've heard Fatal Fury is actually a pretty good game. I don't think I ever... I'm, I might have played a little bit of it, but it's it's good, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's all right, yeah. got a long history to it. Didn't they merge with, like, King of Fighters at some point? Yeah, it looks like the same font. I think it I think it did end up... I, I, just fighting games really aren't my, like, my thing. I don't like memorizing combos, yeah. so it's kind of like, eh. <clears throat> all I know is that I see a guy with a lightning mask called Raiden and now I think Mortal Kombat owes somebody some money <laughs> I think it's just common common name so next game is uh, Street Combat <laughs> we got Captain Falcon's uh, <laughs> either Renegade Son or uh, or Renegade Brother on the uh, on the main insert mm-hmm. yeah this game is bad <laughs> It's <laughs> really bad. Look at like, the control rating. Comically bad, <coughs> What's that? Oh, rage God. meter three. Three? So I guess rage is supposed to be good? I don't know. Like, yeah. Do you get upset with it? I Let me go look and see what they're saying. Uh, rage meter. Rage meter. How hard does the game rock? Yeah, because <laughs> Fatal, Fury, Fatal Fury gets a rage meter of eight. So yeah. No, it's the, lo- it's higher, the better, higher the better. Ga- higher the number, the yep. better the yeah. game. Basically, it rocks yeah. hard. So they're they're saying this game only leaves them with a flaccid three. Yeah, so. it's not good. Helmet is the name of one of the characters. So is that the name of Daredevil? <laughs> That's CJ apparently. That's CJ. Copyright infringement. <laughs> you have Dozo, then, which is the the black clown there. You can see in the top right. Dozo. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was Tyrone. Uh, it says Do- because obvious. It says to- Dozo. How is Tyrone board? No, Tyrone. Your first challenge is very strong, so that has to be the clown. Because you look at the uh, the insert, you'll see his name up above. Just yeah. Stephen Stephen doing standing splits, which is I I can imagine that's got to do more damage to him than Tyrone. Just don't play street combat. Just it's don't. bad. It's not worth. Well, yeah. you like you like I aimed right. I had to pick the guy with the blue outfit and the and the blonde mullet, and like mm-hmm. I was just holding the the right uh, direction arrow and pressed a button, and the guy oh. takes like three seconds of moves worth at the guy. It's <laughs> like, kick, 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 kick. I'm like that is a terrible combo. Like you can't even play. It's just like oh, let me watch a movie here. Jeez. All right, and then we have finally Ultimate Fighter. Um, we've got Debbie Downs is uh, the <laughs> is the fighter apparently. 
this is all in one ring, so it's not fighting through a world like uh, you know. Well, they have, uh, they kind of do. It's called Journey Mode. Oh, uh, this okay. is what I played right before this. It's like, <laughs> it don't is. It's stop, stop believing. believing. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like touching, loving, squeezing controllers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's not. But it looks like not good. They just keep like popping looks, up random like dudes like oh. constantly. And you're just like punch, punch, if it was, gone, punch, punch, gone, punch, punch, gone. If it if it was bad, I expected you to be singing like this game. You make me weep <laughs> and wanna um, die. <laughs> so it does look like there's a cool little the Shingan system is what they're saying. You mark. The weaknesses on your opponent, and your character then goes and attacks those like those weaknesses. Why isn't it demonstrating what animation mode is? That's the one that really needs to be shown. We can get what battle is. You're hitting somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. What the fuck is animation mode? I don't know. We don't the know. The game's not terribly <laughs> good. Avoid. Okay, next game. All right. Pocky and Rocky. Game. Game not to avoid. Yeah, Pocky and Rocky. This yeah, game this game is fantastic. This game is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it did suffer from Western like localization. Yeah, because the <laughs> Japanese version, she's clearly a, like a a a, a, ga- a geisha maiden, mm-hmm. and uh, he is a tanuki. Mm-hmm. But um, when they brought it over here, Nintendo kind of got in the way of it a little bit, and made them like. Uh, toned down some of the the Japanese cultural references and stuff. So you mean you mean the racism? <laughs> no, it's, just, it's not racist. It's just they they made them oh. tone down the cultural references. We oh I, if, like, oh oh like Japanese games don't have racism in them. Okay, all right. That's what he was saying. Fine. <laughs> but they anyway. Nintendo made them kind of dial down. The Japaneseness of it. I uh, guess. What examples can you provide? Because I am curious. Well, no, like I mean, when you look at the cover of the game, or you know, you see her here, she's got like like this Americanized face and and kind of like just a shirt on. But like when you look at how she's rendered in the game, she has like geish, like geisha hair and like clearly a robe, like and to, and they say it's it, to, that Rocky is a raccoon, but he's clearly a tanuki. Yeah, he's a tanuki. And I think they took the balls away. Yeah, well, so. look, he turns into a statue, the, just like Mario. He does turn into a statue. He didn't have the balls in the game. Come on, they don't normally do that. But you can tell, though, so you can see on the side here... <laughs> and he can here, swish his tail. There's a ton of, like, Ace of Diamond cards for some reason, mm. as if that's, like, what she's throwing. I guarantee you it's not that. It's the uh, scrolls or the... Yeah, they shoot like uh, like uh, purity scroll uh, purity scrolls to like uh, yeah. exercise demons. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see that. So there's a lot in the little white metal wit. Hmm. Oh, God damn it, Nintendo! Why metal? I mean, they could have taught us a bit about Asian culture. <coughs> mm-hmm. Well, and the idea like, is they didn't want it. they didn't want anything that was too confusing to Western players. Like mm-hmm. uh, oh, today, yeah, cause, cause today, this, today this would have came out on Steam or whatever. Or it would have been, you know, like, they definitely would have toned it down because we don't need our hands held like that. But for this game, they did. Like, it, it, it you know, it, it lost a bit of that, unfortunately. They did what they thought they had um, to do to sell it. So. Yeah. 
I would have just happens. let the game go by on its merits. And, you it's, know, you, well, they brought, they probably brought kids into their, you know, little concentration camp and they were like, what do you think of Pocky and Rocky? <laughs> uh, and, like, and they're like, what is this? I don't understand what she's throwing at them. Why does yeah. the raccoon turn into a rock? Oh, fuck. God damn these Americans. Why well, does the I raccoon mean, have had... these big testicles, mommy? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one. I can swing a raccoon tail. Am I Mario? One thing that's no, pretty no, cool is you collect these bombs that clear the screen. And what's not really coming across um, in the screen grabs here is just how fast-paced this game. Like, it's a constant stream of cards. Like, you're you're constantly throwing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the raccoon throws leaves. Um, and it, they just never stop. It's just, like, you're literally throwing. Like, if you're on the screen, you're aiming at something and throwing. Because, like, enemies are constantly there. And it's just very fast-paced. Very fluid. The animation's very like the colors are vibrant. Right. The enemies are cool. Like, I'm sure I beat this. I'm sure I rented so this. So it's game just, and beat we haven't really described what the game is. So it's an action game that is in the mm-hmm. same like art style and perspective of Zelda: A Link to the Past. And but it's on rails <clears throat> instead of walking around freely in the world. Yeah, I mean you can still. Yeah, it's it's a you don't get to, you don't get multiple paths, but you get to move at your own pace, for sure. Right. And it is cooperative play. So one person yes. plays as the girl, and one person can, person can play as the Tanuki. Yep. And right. their attacks are pretty much the same, except mm-hmm. she has a spin attack, like Link, and he has a statue uh, attack, like Mario. Yeah. In the uh, Tanuki suit. And they can both swing their tail slash uh, purifying jingly wand thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can dash. And uh, I like the first boss. He looks like a, a burger. Yeah. And <laughs> apparently he spits seeds at you, and you throw leaves at him. So it's yeah. like a big old nature food fight. Mm-hmm. It's really... it's This game is very Japanese uh, in a good way. Very charming. Yeah. Yes. So why they... Like, given that it's so friggin' Japanese, I don't think they should have touched it at all. Yeah, like, but, you like, know, heaven, some Heaven forbid exact- you learn it... Some executive got his hands on it and said, "You have to change it." Like, that's, I mean, that's 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 the way it goes with stuff like this sometimes. So, uh, we have yeah. we start off in a haunted shrine. You go to an enchanted forest. There's a cemetery, uh, and so on. There's there's a sky battle, a forbidden castle. Yeah, you can fight it. You can fight like an octopus on a raft, which is awesome. And then you see shrines in the forest, which are great. And then it seems you attack a, a genie. As he floats from one vase to another, which is awesome. And then you fight a, uh, what seems to be, it's like the boss from uh, Ghosts and Goblins just decided, (laughs) fuck you, I'm taking over another game. And there's a a question here (laughs) Chocolate Fudge here. It says, dare you go through the the back door? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, well, well, Ben, do you? (laughs) Uh. <laughs> so I'm fucking this guy in the ass and it gets hard. <laughs> you like that one, huh? Feel free to reuse it. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I, I know I've heard it before, but yeah, uh, it's for, not. what was it like? A, the eight an '80s comic or a '90s comic? Was that Andrew Dice Clay? Oh, I don't know. I got it from someone else. <clears throat> dickery dickery dock. The chick went up my cock. Lovely. The clock struck two. I tossed my goo hickory dick fucking dock. Booyah. Uh, 
Anyway, um, so yeah, this is probably what I would I would classify this as a game that not very many people know about. It's definitely that's char- why they should play. It's, must have. It's a charming, odd game. Um, I would definitely if you're looking for like sort of games that you missed in all likelihood uh, to go. That check sounds out. like a prime. Must have like for your Super for Nintendo game collection. Yeah, in fact, I'm about to go download it and throw it on my RetroPie as we speak. <laughs> okay, next game is Sim Earth. It's like a living Sim planet. City, but now it's the whole Earth. <laughs> I like that they call it the Living Planet, which you know, there's only one Living Planet, and that's Ego, the Living Planet mm. from the Marvel Universe. It says the scope. Of Sim Earth is staggering, but the simulation takes patience and experimentation to master because it models real phenomenon and complex dynamics. Sim Earth isn't merely a simulation, it is really a collection of simulations or mathematical models that controls what takes place on your planet. And all the models are interacting with each other all the time. As a planetary engineer, it's your job to balance the systems so they create the conditions necessary to support and sustain life. And this is proving why there is no God, because once he had to learn all this, he killed himself. So this is Jesus <clears throat> another Maxis game. Uh, what's his name? Will. Oh, God. Who's the SimCity creator? I can't remember now. Will. Will Wright? No. Will Wright. Will Wright? Is Will Wheaton? Will. Will Wright. Will Wright. You're right. Sorry. Will. Will White. Will. Will Wheaton. <laughs> What was that uh, game he came out with a couple years ago that was just like this? Spore. Yeah, Spore. Spore. Man, that that game like came and went like so fast. <laughs> just like all the cock monsters people made on it, and then <laughs> <we> got bored. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This episode took a turn at some point. So I was fucking this guy in the ass. I think I'm responsible. Yeah, this is on you, Ben. <laughs> I think I'm responsible this time. We were at a party. Everybody was, but fucking cock lobster. <laughs> I think it started anyway. when I insinuated that uh, Tu Fung Ru licked butt. <laughs> Tung Fu Ru. Mm-hmm. Tongue with poo, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tung Fu Poo. The poo poo platter, like, yes. Like Fu Flung Dung. <laughs> <laughs> you come where? <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Sim Sim City. If you played Sim Sim Earth, Sim is just is basically like bigger Sim City. Like they they you know scaled it up. Obviously, um, you're managing the whole biome, uh, the whole like the whole you know continents and things like that. You know you're trying to you know grow. It's not cities, though. You're not stuff. actually doing cities. Is right. It's managing. Just like life. It's, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you're managing like a biosphere instead of a city. I guess would be. Yeah. And if, and if you do get to uh, get some to, to temperature just right, you can see swords battling pots and dinosaurs. Say swords. Oh, swords. Look at, look at temperature. They're s words. And then you get to see. <laughs> swords. Shaba. So you get to see swords fighting foxes and pots and birds. 
Okay, next game is Congo's Caper. And that's what you get from messing with bacteria. Congo's Caper is next. Yet another yeah. <laughs> caveman game. Uh, Boy, these platformer. guys were really stuck on a. These guys were really stuck on a theme. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, what Encino Man, and everyone makes a a flipping uh, <laughs> caveman I think uh, platform Man, game. I think in, I think Encino Man was made because of Adventure Island and Joe and Mac. You think so? Okay, and in bunk. So the start of this game is so fucking bizarre. All right, so it's a troop of monkeys. And these two orbs come down and evolve, like, you and one of the other monkeys into, like, you turn into a guy and she turns into a girl. And then the monkey devil shows up and, like, takes the girl, (laughs) takes uh, monkey Eve away with him. And so you're trying to, like, and you see him, they look like the the death metal monkey guy right there on page uh, 32. It's super weird, like, you evolve into Adam and Eve of the monkeys, but then, like, monkey devil shows up and steals her right away. It's super bizarre. It's, like, the weirdest thing I've ever seen for an intro on a video game. Wow. Um, but basically what, what they what happened they certainly, here... They certainly succeeded in, in uh, separating themselves from um, the other games. So right off the bat. Well, data, and they, have, they still have tails, a, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, they're like Saiyans. Yeah. It's, um... This is the same company that made Joe and Matt. Oh my god, you get to hit, you get to hit Yoshi in the nuts. Yeah. In, so this in is the, the first place you get to see the green tails up. That's the way we liked it. The way the monkeys fuck. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, so it's weird. This is this is the same company that made Joe and Mac. And it's like almost all the same material. Like they just like reskin some of the characters. It was kind of like Oh crap! We need to make another game, but we like we don't have time to really make another game. We so, have like, all these caveman assets. <laughs> what are we gonna do with them? Right. So <laughs> they just like spat this out. Um, even some of the bosses are like ripped right from Joe and Mac. Like there's a giant dinosaur that chases you. It's like one of the same dinosaurs from Joe and Mac. I don't know. It's just <laughs> bizarre. It, it it really is kind of a lazy game, in the sense of. Um, they just, they really needed another game, so they, they, like, threw it together. I Um, know, but the thing is, is that they aren't exact rips, which means they took the time to slightly modify each and every old asset they had, rather than just create a new asset, which would have taken, like, what, a month longer? I don't know. I've never tried to program a video game from scratch, but I'm assuming it's not that easy. We should, we should probably talk to somebody who's made a game and who's been on the show. Mm. They probably... They probably didn't have a very big team, would be my guess, and they kind of said, we need another game, like, what can you do? And this is what kind of came out of it, would be my guess, because it's really similar to Joe and Mac. Um, I don't know. So let's, let's talk about like, the bosses here. Yeah. Yeah, we look at the fold-out section here. We have uh, a proto-Weekend Warrior guy with a sword, so apparently you're not the first human. You're just an evolved monkey instead, because I guess humans exist in this world, and they're the bad guys. You get to fight the ninja master, who is a speedster, and he blazes around the room by disappearing and reappearing. In other words, teleporting. And uh, then we get to f- uh, we get to see like a cave nerd, who's got overalls and glasses, and what seems to be like a, a tracker of some kind. Mm-hmm. And he has a UFO. And then you get to fight. <laughs> the water stage, you get to fight like a pirate Viking <laughs> dude. Yeah. 
He's got a he's got a metal just... peg leg and a metal cap for like a hand that he's missing. A skull with two front teeth on it hitting on it, sitting on his head, and then he himself is missing two front teeth. One of these problems can be easily fixed, <laughs> but he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. So and then, you get you get eaten by the T-Rex and you have to battle your way out from the inside of the yeah, T-Rex. Yeah, but hold on, the the boss is a Dracula. Yeah. And I guess you're fighting the fucking devil himself cuz that's what exists inside a T-Rex. I don't every know. T- every T-Rex contains a a passageway in this stomach to the devil himself. This game is just super weird. I don't know. It might it be is. worth playing just to I don't just know. to see. Speaking sure. of super Go weird, ahead. let's take a look at the super weird, weird uh, um, poster on the uh, the cover fold here in the middle. Battle hey, Toads and Double Dragon coming soon to your NES from Trade West. <laughs> okay, we got the sexy ass evil queen on one side saying, "I've had it with these good guys." And then a uh, black mask dude from Double Dragon says, Together, nobody can stop us. They just sort of Never randomly connected two different art styles here <laughs> between uh, Bimmy and Jimmy. And then you got one of the, <laughs> the Toads and one of the pigs from Toads. I think that's it. I'm not sure, though. I'm pretty sure that's Rash. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. And there's some kind of futurescape in the background. That is undiscernible. Yeah. It tells you literally nothing about the game. Yeah, it's a really pretty terrible poster. So do... Yeah, and then uh, we get one of the apparently shitty comics (laughs) called (laughs) Nestor's Adventures. And it's uh, talking about the Star Fox team tryouts that are happening today. So Nestor... Is in the cockpit, and we hear the voiceover saying, Can you pilot a ship through a four-dimensional combat vortex of space-time and really ticked-off lizards? With my eyes closed and a dead skunk for camouflage. Wow, he's good, Fox. Wow, I wonder who's saying that. (laughs) And then we get to see, follow Slippy's lead. You might learn something. Like how to croak? No, thanks. You're going the wrong way. So write me a ticket. If you could go through the first four arches, you'll pick up the double shot laser. I know exactly where I'm going. And then he smashes his R-wing. And then uh, apparently he was also a cargo fighter. Because he uh, drops an H-pig, a dog in a tuxedo, (laughs) and a cow in a dress. It's like this guy was carrying extras. (coughs) This guy was carrying extras from Mickey's review. That cow's not just wearing a dress. That cow's wearing a moo moo. (laughs) 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 It's worth the price of admission, people. There you go. (laughs) That's two jokes in one whole episode. You're welcome. So then the Nestor has been flattened by his collision. And he goes, he knocked the air out of himself, sir. Blow me back up, please. Do you really need my help? You already seem to have an inflated opinion of your own abilities. I can tell you where my nozzle is if you want to blow me up. Do not look at <laughs> the nozzle. <laughs> All right, pretty piss poor Nestor's adventure. Nestor's always a dick, by the way. So mm. it's getting fun. 
Nestor, like, I don't remember him being such a giant turd all the time. <laughs> and he wasn't. He didn't there, used there to are be. Occasions, there's occasions where he's competent, but... And then... Howard I guess, was, like, he was misses Howard. Dick, basically. <laughs> and now without him, he's lost. Yeah. All right. He, ha- he, has to re- he has to replace Howard with another aspect of his own personality. If, if Howard wasn't already an aspect of his personality. So... We have super black ass. Yeah. Uh, or, I mean, super black bass. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, black bass. All about the bass. About the bass. No treble. It's all about the bass. Anyway, um, I actually rented this game. I got two fish. You rented this game? I rented this game when I was a kid. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I have no idea why, but um, it's a fishing game that gives you random lakes. <laughs> Not well, it gives you two, like three, two or three lakes, and you have to use different areas to try to like go catch the bass. That's really all that is to this game. I I don't know why I rented it. You but catch I did. a fish. Yeah, Man. I wasn't very good at it though, but I don't know. It's, uh, there's not really much we can say. It's a fishing game. It's on your Super NES. If you're the kind of person that enjoys fishing games, knock yourself out. This is actually one of the, the first, like... This actually sold pretty well because um, certain segments of the population really enjoy games like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if you enjoy the outdoors, enjoy fishing, kind of like being able to go out whenever you want, like without if the weather's bad, you can boot up your your Nintendo and play some fishing. Uh, I don't. Mm. Like, I'm guessing that's why it sold pretty well because these games stuck around for a long time. I think they're still out there. They're on it's the PC. It's a fishing they're, simulator. You know. Yeah, I still mean, around today. And this this is one of the the big first generation mm-hmm. ones though. Like this kind of set uh, future games up. And I don't think they've really gotten much beyond where this game was. <laughs> no. But uh, you know they. They kind of add, you know, a little bit here and there, but the the basic idea of using the environment and learning the lakes and going and catching the biggest fish you can, um, it's, it's pretty much all the same. There's even like you'll run into bars that have the these games, like yeah, where as an arcade machine. So the the probably the only part of the game that I really liked of uh, Twilight Princess, Zelda Twilight Princess, was the fishing mm. portion with the Wii mode. I loved the fishing game in um, Ocarina of Time. I used to play a shit ton of that fishing game. It was good too. <laughs> yeah, so, which is funny because that actually like it probably is the best fishing game on on this in sixty on the sixty four was the is the mini game in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But so uh, that's really all I can say about this. If, they did a really good job rendering that pro bass in yeah, the pro that. bass circuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some hot. Look at that ba- mouth. Some hot bass to mouth action. <laughs> <laughs> a little BTM going on. Yeah, it's got a wide mouth. That one. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, then we also have Mech Warrior, which Ben and I were talking about this a little bit. Neither of us remember this game at all being on the Super Nintendo. No. Uh, Mike, did you? Uh, I think I tried playing some of it on the computer, 
And then wasn't really uh, well. I love how I you I like wasn't didn't answer our question at all <laughs> on this thing. Fuck no. Okay. Yes, because both of us remember it on the computer. <laughs> right. No, I didn't even know it existed. No, this is a surprise to me. This looks like the same yeah. type of port that Wing Commander was done in, where it's got, got like the yeah. you know the pick your mission, talk to talk to the rogue gallery in the bar kind of kind of thing do some training practice and then go actually go out on a mission and then you can see screenshots here where just a portion of your of your field of view is actually available for you it's using it's kind of weird that yeah they they use the currency as c bills so like everything is times 100 i guess because huh. you got like two million c bills or whatever for the different robots hmm. so that's like Two trillion C bills, I guess, or two trillion dollars. I'm, I'm not sure. Apparently, money means nothing. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> okay. So anyway. So. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, you got a limited view. They, they they did that same stupid thing they did with the tank game of a couple episode, couple issues back, where like, they try to put so much information on the screen that they give you like a postage stamp worth of screen to actually <laughs> like play the game with. What's interesting, though, <laughs> is if you look at the different mechs you can choose from, like the top portion of the screen, the viewing portion, like the the mask changes depending on which one, which mech you pick. So mm-hmm. sometimes you have more shit on the screen, sometimes you don't. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> well, that would be that would be great if it gave you a mech that was like a lot stronger, but it was like slower. And he gave you like zip, like almost no real estate. Like is, you just had to like yeah. Stare so through like the Grand smith. Crusader, where exactly it's comparatively it slow. This heavy mech is suited for siege campaigns. Mm-hmm. Campaigns watch the heat levels generated by its projection cannons. A mech that overheats is vulnerable. And the last one is the Ragnarok, which has like the least amount of visible area. The eighty-five ton <laughs> Ragnarok is the king of the battlefield. Yeah, you're like you're looking through a coffee straw. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> you're so well protected, you know. And then the other ones that are really fat, little, you know, much much faster and weaker have like just wide open, you know, views. <laughs> yeah, so you can see what to run. So you can see what you're running away from. Yeah. But like, but like Ray Rice's girlfriend, one hit and you're down. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Boom. Well, if you can get that robot in the Tentatively, elevator, Technically, there were boom. two hits. Admitting <laughs> her and her hitting the floor. <laughs> yeah, the floor the got boom. the kill shot. <laughs> the floor was an assist. <laughs> uh, I don't think any of us are, ch- ch- are chomping at the bit to play this. It's, on a Super I mean, Nintendo? Gonna, no. You if you're going to play this, one. go play it on PC. And even if you're going to do that, play one of the more modern mech games. Yeah. I wouldn't. Though yeah, I guess I, think, I guess Titanfall kind of comes in this realm, you know. This is the, yeah. This is uh, the game that was put in those uh, those battle pods. Yeah. If you remember, yeah, we you see about that in those. there. They had, they had the battle tech mm-hmm. like stuff in there. So anyway, I don't, so I don't think this that, in that I mean, it would have looked fucking great because I bet you you're not playing it on a Super Nintendo. From remember from playing these, these are much slower than like a modern mech tech game plays. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make really deliberate movements uh, right because like they have to simulate everything without joysticks without you know mouse and keyboard controls right. and it's uh yeah <clears throat> it's more like driving a tank than it is like driving what you would expect to play as a mech these days like a titanfall or something like that yeah really kind of heavy 
Alright, uh, classified information, uh, we have bonus levels in Qbert 3, apparently there's a Qbert 3. There's a Qbert 2? And a Qbert yeah. 3? Yeah. Apparently. Uh, SimCity, they give you the way to erase your, your save data, if that's what you want to do. Um, Skulljagger gets more hints. <laughs> uh, they tell you how to get... Still no coverage of the, of the game, though. <laughs> hidden areas, <laughs> uh... Avenging Spirit, uh, there's an expert level, Ninja Boy, continue code, sound test for, and credit mode for James Bond Jr., and then Might and Magic. These screenshots are so awful. All the words look like barcodes. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, and then, yeah, Might and Magic, it gives you uh, codes for the best items, I guess? I'm not exactly sure what's going on here. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, it says uh, it makes short. It it's a trick that will make short work of item collection. You start a new game, you form your party, you go to camping, you trade all the party's clubs to the main leader's backpack, collect enough gold to buy something at the shop, buy anything other than a club, put that item into the sixth place in the lead character's backpack, and this is the item that will be changed. Then you blah blah fuck even. Yeah, yeah screw this. all this. No. Okay. Well, if you want to glitch might and magic, go check out page forty-seven. Uh, if you're like everyone else and don't care about Might and Magic, we're going to continue on to this to the third uh, version of the Star Fox comic. Which apparently fucking sucks, according to the mailbag. So, Act 3, the thrill is gone. Mike's so bitter. <laughs> so, we got Farrah Phoenix, General Pepper, not a sergeant yet, Falco Lombardi, Pepe O'Hare... And then uh, in the other page we've got Fox McCloud, and they all look—they all look like they're posing for—they <laughs> all look like they're posing for like a mid '90s sitcom intro. Yeah, and his signature is super like Disney sci-fi. The artist mm -hmm. uh, Benny Maro Ito has signed the bottom here with kind of a loopy, loop, very loopy, like almost Disney-esque font. So. Oh, f fuck the esque! It is Disney font. Period. Well, there's a little bit of sci-fi to it, too, but yeah. Yeah, and so we get to see these characters just like, well, they're flying their ship, I guess, into it. They're taking the highway to the danger zone. And we get to see lizards giving hot pursuit. Mm -hmm. Saying, their precious car wings flew straight into our trap. Nothing can escape us. Their history. And then, uh, then they show up, and then we get to see a ship... Apparently, like, launching something, going, <laughs> like, choo-choo. Great description, Mike. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. How can I describe it? They're, go they're, they're just going before. to, like, attack mode. Yeah. They're, uh, locking their S they're locking their S-foils in attack position. Yes, that's pretty much what's going on. She goes, and then uh, Farrah says, now you'll really see some fireworks. And then she shoots something. And then something Shoots goes boom. The lizard, the lizard craft, <laughs> and Star Fox says, "Great shot, Farah. You sure peeled that paint off that, or the paint off the, that fighter." And she goes, "Is that supposed to be a compliment?" Just and uh, he call like, it a professional. <laughs> that call that a professional assessment. Just keep your nose dry, she says. And, uh, <laughs> and so then he says, "If you can keep something else dry, I will." <laughs> and then Falco chimes in. Talk about flirting with danger. Fox must be mad. 
don't sweat it, Falco. Fox is under control. And you see uh, Fox, like, blasting through a, a, like an at-at-looking oh, like, walker thing. It's a school bus. It went down faster than Paul Walker. Uh, <laughs> so he's blasting his way through the city. And the uh, the frog people, the frog, the, the frog uh, troops come in saying, the, the, the cornerian fools have fallen for the bait. Now our battle attack carrier will make minced mouse meat of them. They're not even mice, they're foxes. Or moose meat. Uh, mouse? No, he's moose. saying mouse meat. Not mouse. Moose and, and then, squirrel. Uh, so the, the, <laughs> the battle cruiser or attack carrier comes trudging in. And uh, Farrah says, That's the biggest trash compactor I've ever seen. I'll take out the garbage. No, Farrah, that carrier, that, uh, Fox, no, Farrah, that carrier is too powerful. One ion missile, and you'll be, and like, want the, the, in this, like, really cool vertical perspective, the uh, attack carrier, like, blasts Farrah out of the sky. And Fox says, Oh, Farrah, you're hit. And she, uh, she responds back, I must have blinked back there. No, this is no joke. Bail out. It won't be much. I, I won't be much good to be surrounded by imperial imperial forces. <laughs> yeah. So he's then saying, he says, "Trust me. Eject now. Mm -hmm. I hope you brought your catcher's mitt." <laughs> so then she pops out, and then uh, it's cool. Little, like, it? like a little helicopter, Aerof like a solar panel. Yeah, it looks like an aerofoil, like you know, metal. Yeah, parachute. Anti grav sail is what she calls yeah. it. All right, the anti grav sail is on. I haven't dropped the ball yet. And then he snags her in the wings, in the missile bay of his ship, and says, talk about your world-class saves. Well, that's great until he has to fire a missile, <laughs> and, then she, and then she's being dropped again. And, uh, and Peppy uh, or, uh, chimes in, the game isn't over, Junior. The battle attack carrier is moving in, so it's, it's coming back around for Fox. And uh, so if, uh, I guess Fox yeah. says, yeah. Yeah, I'll give them a taste of my blasters. And then he uh, creates like a small opening, but in that small opening, he launches a Nova Bomb. And it just flies right in with Skywalker style into a small opening and just blasts that fucker open with a yeah. crack -a The uh, animation for amazing. that is awesome. Yeah, the crack -a like, and uh, so he, uh, he, come, he blasts through the wreckage, like, you know, pulls himself skyward. And Falco chimes in. It really ruffles my feathers the way Fox always gets the money shot. <laughs> and uh, Peppy uh, says he's like his father. He has class, style, and grace under pressure. A real renaissance Fox. You know, the funny thing about Fox is that he was conceived with a money shot. <laughs> he just like dribbled down and he was so good at, at holding formation. He did a barrel roll <laughs> and went right in, over his mom's stomach. Right into that egg. Mm -hmm. Right, so, uh, in, right into the right into the right into the trench. Slippy and he says, was able to hit the target. What a stunt! This <laughs> is a stunt, actually. My brain hurts. I was just th thinking about it because Slippy's retarded. And then uh, my brain so, hurts just th thinking about doing it. <laughs> Pharaoh chimes in. Can you hear me, Fox? Loud and clear. It your trans your transmitter is literally banging into my ship. I'm so literally yes, hanging from your ship. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, it seems I owe you yet again. Uh, you should have. I should have been covering your wing. And he goes, "Yeah, next time." So, because <laughs> she's literally covering his wing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Mike. You want to do the next part? Well, we get to see our wings taking off from the base, 
It says, so the Star Fox team won the first battle. Next, they scoured the outer provinces, cleaned up the border territories, and cleansed the capitals of imperial scum. But the fight had just begun. They turned the rock crusher into pea gravel. They finished off the space armada like a donut in a fat farm. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's kind of body shaming, wow. isn't it? But Harsh. The ultimate goal was the imperial base on Venom. And then uh, Farrah, obviously, <laughs> with, with good reason, not put back on the field. She's in uh, the base with uh, General Pepper on his lollipop, saying... It's Sergeant Pepper. Well, I, I saw General somewhere. Yeah, they said okay. General. Fox is, Fox is bringing them home, General. He has more courage than a dentist with three saber-toothed rats in the waiting room. <laughs> you must be pretty broken up about having to stay behind while Junior saves the universe. Care for a sucker? My ship was destroyed, General, and how could I eat sweets knowing that out there I, that I should be out there risking my fur with the other pilots? I've been wondering, why does everyone call Fox Jr.? You never heard the story of Fox Sr.? Well, let me tell you. But we don't get to tell him because the window starts to crack and then shatters and everybody is, uh, I guess, killed by... Or they should be killed. Everybody's with blown back from the window. And Andros and all, comes. Uh, all these all these shards are apparently not killing them. And then we get to see a uh, Doctor Zayas appearing in a uh, burst of light. Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas, oh 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 oh, Doctor Zayas. And he says, General Pepper, I presume. How nice to meet you again. I must warn you, this young McLeod is trying my patience. He has destroyed my Cornerian army, wiped out my space defenses, and kidnapped my favorite android pig, Herbert. <laughs> but I'm telling you, he will never survive my telekinetic amplifier. His soul will be shattered like glass. General Pepper, uh, he, like, he sort of conks back out like from his transmission, and General Pepper responds, What an ape. Apparently, I'll um, just pulled out the shrapnel. And the, and the glass from their chest. And they're like, oh, no, no, we're fine. We just got, you know, a face full of exploding glass. And, you know, we're, we're, we're okie-dokie. So Everything's Fox, aces. Fox and crew come running in. What was that crash I heard? And uh, calm down, Fox. Andros stopped in via his telekinetic amplifier. Apparently the anti-gravity carrier waves don't know how to knock. <laughs> what does Slippy say? If he can reach this far, just think what he can d- do with the two and our wing attacking Venom. <laughs> we can't, and Falco responds, we can't reach Andros unless we get to Venom. So, Fox responds, There is one way he might not have considered. We'll <laughs> go through the black hole. That's right, just chocolate like fudge. <laughs> chocolate fudge. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Look at the brown eyes, gonna... like, spinning in space of a fox there. <laughs> mm, They're painful. definitely telling kids to try anal. We're going We're going to take the Hershey Highway. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Speaking of the Hershey Highway, let's uh, wrap this up. All right. I just, lo- I just love the look of horror on her face, as oh, if yeah. she knows exactly what he's talking about. She knows he's what's not, he's, her he, way. He's not talking about where the ships are going. He's just telling her what's happening tonight. He's like, they'll work, they'll, well, work, they'll work on the battle plan tomorrow. She said you owe me one. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. Yay. I'm collecting that one tonight. There you go. <laughs> All right. Get the, get the wooden spoon and bite into it, because I'm going in hot. Don't. 
gross. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to us. If you'd like to reach out to us and uh, communicate, uh, please find us on Facebook. <laughs> if, you, if you dare to talk to us after this. <laughs> Facebook.com. If you want to bite the wooden spoon, <laughs> chop down and go to Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash Playing With Power Podcast. If you'd like to listen to more episodes, you can go to our website directly, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. Uh, you can also find Mike on Twitter at GetThePower88. And if you'd like to leave us a review, positive or negative, please find us on iTunes to leave us a review there. And if you'd like to support the show and sponsor an episode, please visit us on Patreon.com slash PlayingWithPower. Uh, thanks very much for listening, everybody. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing.